The Uyghur Forced Labor Prevention Act is a U.S. bill that has now been passed into law, and this law prevents U.S. companies from importing products made with forced labor in the Xinjiang region of China or from entities associated with that region's government. Human rights activists have said that Chinese authorities have locked more than a million Uyghurs and other minorities in camps as part of an ethnic assimilation campaign. According to Senator Marco Rubio, who is a Republican from Florida, who co-authored the bill in the U.S. Senate, companies that manufacture in that region of China would need to prove that slaves did not make their products. Hello and welcome to episode 104 of the Beat Picture Podcast. I'm your host, Peter Mielogunde. On this episode, I will discuss how a recent human rights law passed in the U.S. Congress led to boycotts of Walmart stores in China and citations by Chinese market regulators that Walmart had violated China's cybersecurity law. Thank you for your time. Let's get to it. So this is a story I've been tracking for over a month now. And for the first part of this story, I'll be talking about what happened in the U.S. Senate um, back in December of 2021, last month. So on Thursday, December 16, the U.S. Senate passed legislation to ban imports from China's Xinjiang region over concerns about the use of forced labor. The passage of that legislation, which was by unanimous consent, came as the U.S. government has been cracking down on China for its treatment of Uyghurs, which U.S. lawmakers have said amounts to genocide. So the Uyghurs are a predominantly Muslim minority group in China in the northwestern region of China. So on that same day, December 16, the Biden administration also announced sanctions that targeted Chinese biotech and surveillance companies for their actions in Xinjiang region. So earlier, the bill passed the U.S. House of Representatives on Tuesday, December 14, 2021, after a deal was reached between both chambers of the U.S. Congress, the House and the Senate, and the bill was later signed into law by President Biden on December 23, 2021, and it's going to go into effect 180 days after the date that the president signed it into law. So that will be sometime around late June of this year. The Chinese embassy in Washington, D.C. referred to comments a Chinese foreign ministry spokesman made earlier in December denouncing that legislation as a product of economic bullying in the name of human rights. The Chinese government has rejected accusations that it mistreats Uyghurs, saying it is fighting terrorism and separatism and that the camps have been used for vocational education. They have described their policies in the Xinjiang region as aimed at preventing terrorism and protecting Chinese national security. So Xinjiang is rich in farming products such as cotton and fruits, as well as mining raw materials that are used in solar panels. Earlier in 2021, the Biden administration banned imports from some companies that produce raw materials that are used to make solar panels. The US, Canada, Australia, and the UK are staging a diplomatic boycott of the 2022 Winter Olympic Games this year in Beijing over the mistreatment of Uyghurs. So while athletes will attend and compete, no US government officials are expected to attend in an official capacity. So the Olympic Games, the Winter Olympic Games, will be held next month from February 4 to 20. So back in late December 2021, about two weeks ago, 
report came out that Walmart, which is the world's largest retailer, became the latest Western company to face scrutiny over its handling of business involving Xinjiang following the passage of the US law that I mentioned earlier, which basically banned all imports from that Northwestern Chinese region over concerns about forced labor and human rights. So the Arkansas-based retailer attracted anger on Chinese social media um, at about mid-December after internet users shared comments that purported to show that Walmart had stopped stocking products from Xinjiang in its China-based Walmart and Sam's Club stores. So Sam's Club is Walmart's members-only wholesale retail chain, similar to BJ's and Costco. So some of those users said they had cancelled their Sam's Club memberships while social media accounts that are run by communist party-backed entities also weighed in to criticize Walmart. So like I mentioned earlier, Xinjiang is home to millions of predominantly Muslim minorities in China and the region has become a geopolitical flashpoint and an ethical dilemma for US multinational companies that do business in China. Also, as I mentioned earlier, the Biden administration has accused the Chinese government of engaging in genocide against religious minorities in that region. And of course, the Chinese government has denied any such thing, saying all they are doing is providing vocational education to these groups and also preventing terrorism and taking care of Chinese national security. So in December 2021, U.S. semiconductor giant Intel issued an apology to Chinese consumers, partners, and the public following an outcry on Chinese social media against the California-based company, which had published on its website a letter to suppliers asking them to avoid sourcing product and raw materials from China's Xinjiang region. So the original letter from Intel said that the restrictions were required in response to U.S. law although the letter did not specify which U.S. law specifically. Other Western businesses, including fast fashion retailer H&M and sportswear maker Nike, have also recently been targets of Chinese consumer fury. H&M's online presence was erased from the Chinese internet in the spring of 2021, after the Swedish apparel firm said it would stop sourcing materials, raw materials from Xinjiang region. For its part, Walmart was dragged into the controversy on Friday, December 24, 2021, after users wrote on domestic Chinese social media platforms, including Weibo, which is a microblogging service, and Jihu, a question-and-answer forum, that they were unable to find products that are typically sourced from Xinjiang on online stores operated by Walmart and Sam's Club in China. Some users posted that, Online customer service agents told them that such products, including red dates and apples, were out of stock. One Weibo user accused Walmart of, quote, eating China's rice yet slapping our face, end quote, while others said they were canceling their Sam's Club memberships and they shared pictures of their dialogues with customer service agents showing them termination contracts. Others said they would boycott Walmart stores entirely. So China is a crucial pillar of Walmart's international expansion strategy as the American retailing giant seeks to streamline operations to focus on e-commerce and the fastest growing global markets. 
According to Walmart's most recent annual report as of January of last year, China is home to 434 Walmart and Sam's Club stores, covering more than 69 million square feet, therefore making China Walmart's second largest international market by retail square footage. And that's second only to Mexico, where Walmart has more than 2,600 stores. So on December 31, 2021, last year, the ruling Communist Party's Central Commission for Discipline Inspection warned Walmart that there would be a consumer retaliation if it removed products that are sourced from Xinjiang from its shelves. On January 5, 2022, just five days after Chinese authorities criticized Walmart over Xinjiang products, reports came out from China Quality News, which is a news media organization supported by the State Administration for Market Regulation, so this report stated that police in the southern Chinese city of Shenzhen cited Walmart for violating the country's cybersecurity law. So the media outlets reported that police had found 19 vulnerabilities in the company's computer network back in November 2021, and Walmart was slow to fix the loopholes. So this report came as Walmart has faced a backlash on social media and criticism from China's anti-corruption watchdog for supposedly stopping the sales of products from Xinjiang, where the Chinese government has conducted a campaign of forcible assimilation against religious minorities. So the cybersecurity-related action against Walmart was not out of the ordinary. It consisted of administrative penalties that came with warnings but no fines. Still, the report by the news site that is backed by the Chinese market regulatory body was notable for its timing. It came just two days, um, sorry, it came just five days after the anti-corruption watchdog's warning. So China Quality News also reported on January 5, 2022, that Walmart had breached laws in recent years. The news website stated that, quote, from 2017 to 2020, Walmart had violated laws related to food, health products, advertising, and consumer rights multiple times, and the market regulator had punished the company in accordance with relevant laws. End of quote. So to wrap up, I discussed how a recent human rights law passed in the U.S. Senate led to boycotts of Walmart stores in China and citations by Chinese market regulators that Walmart had violated the country's cybersecurity law. So something to pay attention to in this case is how all of this plays out with respect to China's strategic goals of reducing how much of its citizens' data ends up in the hands of foreign companies such as Tesla and Walmart. Of course, the outcome of this engagement between Walmart and the Chinese government will set a tone for other Western companies and businesses on how they conduct business in China and how they interpret and play by China's cybersecurity laws, both in the short and long term. So that's all I have for this episode of the Big Picture Podcast. Thanks for listening. The Big Picture Podcast is produced by Sunshine Media in association with Alowinly Productions. Fact-checking by Zara Kuznetsova. Audio engineer, Sergey Gorski. Graphic design, Stacey Graham. Senior producer, Abidemi Ologunde. Executive producers, Olufolani Ologunde and Toby Loba Ologunde. Please join me again on the next episode as I continue with a deep dive on cybersecurity's news, events, and incidents, and the lessons we can learn from them for robust cyber threat intelligence and awareness in our daily lives. 
Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review the Beat Picture Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Also, please share the show with anyone that you think might benefit from it. For questions, comments, or any suggestions, please send an email to bdme at thebeatpicture.com. You can also get in touch on Twitter at BeatPicture, on the Clubhouse app at Beat, as well as on the Wisdom app at BDME. Please remember to leave a review for the podcast if your platform allows you to do so. Thank you for your time. See you on the next episode. Bye for now.